and welcome to The Mirror Project. We're your hosts, Alexandra and Christine, and we are so glad you are joining us. Today, we'll be talking about names, the ones we're born with, the ones we are given, and the ones we make. Let's get started. Before we dive into today's topic, like, subscribe, or follow us on your preferred listening platform. Go ahead, pause, and do it now before you forget. Don't worry, we won't get started without you. So Alexandra, why don't you start by telling us some childhood nicknames you had as a kid or ones that stick out to you that were your favorite, that weren't your favorite. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Okay, well, I have definitely, I feel like, run the gamut of every possible nickname you can pull out of Alexandra. So for a long time, when I was really young, I hated my full name. Like, I absolutely hated Alexandra, mostly because I feel like my parents used it my full name when I was in trouble. So I was like, okay, I don't really like <laughs> every time they pulled out Alexandra Nicole and you're like, oh shit, did something. So the most common ones I remember from my childhood was Alex. And that one was very common. I mean, even up through high school, I used to compete a lot in Taekwondo and there was another Alexandra at the same belt level I was at. And we were known as the two owls because she competed predominantly in sparring and I competed predominantly in pumse, which is forms or patterns. And so I always felt like I was one half of a person <laughs> at that time with like being the two owls. Yeah. And out of competing, I don't think I keep all of my name badges, but I remember checking in for multiple competitions and it would be Alexandra, obviously. There was Alex, Alexa, Alexis, Lexi, Alejandra. Zandra with a Z, Alexandria was quite popular. People would always call me Drea, and now I'm like, Dra. It's just Dra. Please don't add an extra syllable in there. And then the the most interesting one I want to say that I got from competing was Alexander. And I was checking in, and you have to identify your sex and stuff. I want to go, I'm female. I'm standing right in front of you. I understand I'm a teenager, but I still have breasts, and I am in front of you. It's Dra, not Dur. <laughs> so yeah, that was probably the most from my childhood in when I was about in high school, I was kind of over the nickname Alex, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm, it felt a bit too masculine. And also there were a ton of Alexes at the high school I went to, it felt like. So people would have to like shout at me like you, because I just assumed it was somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I got to college and I was, this is my first year and I was trying to figure out what name I wanted to do. I didn't want to be Alex. Definitely wasn't Alexi or an Alexis or Alexa until one one of my exes was like, oh, I like Lexi. It's sexy. <laughs> so I tried it out for one week when I was starting at a an on-campus job. And unfortunately, that's the name that stuck with everyone there. And so they only knew me as Lexi. Oh, no. And I'm sure Christine can, can attest how much I hate that nickname. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> so yeah, now it's, it's Alexandra. I you know, some old friends still call me Alex, which I don't mind so much. But when I meet people in business or just life, it's, yeah, it's Alexandra to everyone else. But to like Christine or my sister, it's like Alex. <laughs> but yeah, so I've I've had quite an interesting journey with nicknames. But what about you, Christine? What are some ones that you've loved, ones that you've hated, and your ones that can, you know, die in a fiery pit? <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a couple of those, which I will share because... This is why we're here. It's to share. But I don't like them. So disclaimer. So as a kid, it's really cute. My family has a nickname for me that sort of has evolved and has been shortened even more in some cases. But 
It all started because my one sister, Nicole, couldn't pronounce my full name when we were little. She's two and a half years younger than me. So I became Teeny instead of Christine. And my mom, <laughs> my mom has this vivid memory of one day, the first time Nicole said my name in full, I royally pissed her off, I guess. I don't know what I did, but I pissed her off so much that she stomped her little foot and said, Christine, which I think is so cute, but that's not the, (laughs) (laughs) that's not why we're here today. But yeah, my family has a nickname for me, which is Teeny, Teen. My sisters call me many things like Nicole calls me Teeneb sometimes now, or she takes my nickname and adds our last initial to it. Mm-hmm. She calls my other sister Toreb sometimes. It's really, it's really quite funny. My mom, I love a martini. That's like one of my favorite cocktails. So sometimes I'm called Teeny Martini today. And then of course, it wasn't until we all were in our 20s that my sisters decided to pull out Teeny Weenie. And it drives me up the walls. They know how much it pisses me off. I'm like, how did we make it through adolescence and teenage years without this nickname? And now all of a sudden, you guys are on this bandwagon. But they're they're good about it. They they only they don't pull it out as much. But when they first did, I was like, f you guys. Why are you doing this? It's like if you want to see Christine's eye twitch, mm-hmm. you just have to pull out teeny weeny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So most of my nicknames have always been associated with my family. I prefer to be called Christine otherwise. Even when I was a kid Mm -hmm. in school, there was, I was the only Christine. It wasn't until like I was an adult that I started meeting so many Christines. It's kind of crazy how many I've met in the last three years. But when I was a kid, I didn't have anybody named Christine also. So I didn't have to change my name or be considered a nickname in class. Like there were multiple Christophers or Brittany's or Brianna's or things like that. But even when I was in elementary school, I preferred to be Christine. But one thing that did always happen for years when I was a kid, people would mistakenly call me Christina. And that also drove me crazy because even though it's like one letter (laughs) off, it's a totally different name. And I just didn't feel Mm -hmm. like that was me at all like I really identify with the name Christine I feel like when I was a kid nobody else had that name and I always did love my name I know some people don't and like you Mm -hmm. Alexandra my mom and dad would pull out the full usually first and middle (laughs) you know you were in trouble but full name first middle last oh yeah oof look out you better be running (laughs) you better be like what did I do like how did I screw up this bad well it's you're right because Christina it almost adds a whole other syllable and you're like it's not me it's like would people call me Alexandria I was like what not me why are you making my name longer right right and the only time I didn't like cringe at being called Christina when I was in elementary school is when we took Spanish we all had like Spanish Mm -hmm. versions of our names and I was Christina in that class so I didn't mind it so much then but yeah it it hasn't happened too much as an adult people calling me Christina but Mm -hmm. yeah it really throughout middle school high school it would happen constantly and it bother me so much and I know that a common nickname for Christine or Christina's is Chris or Chrissy which is so funny because I've met some you know females who go by Chris and some who go by Chrissy and 
Christie's another one. Oh, that is so not. Oh yes, Christy is just. I can't even see you oh, as a Chrissy I, or I a hate Chris those. or Christy. I also it bugs me when people take it upon themselves to give me a nickname. Like I'll introduce myself <laughs> and I say, "Hi, I'm Christine," and then I'll you know. We're, whether it's I work with them or get to know them a little bit and they'll like start calling me Chris. And I'm like, mm, no, I, I'm not a, I'm not a Chris. I'm not a Chrissy. It's like no. if I introduce myself as Alexandra or it's Christine, it's Alexandra or it's Christine. It's not like we're saying, Hey, I'm, my name is Alexandra. You can call me Alex. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, right. That's why if people say that, then I'll call them by the name. But like, if they don't, I'm like, I'm not going to assume it's your full mm-hmm. name. Exactly. And you had brought up stories about school and nicknames, which made me, if it's totally okay, I want to jump in with a quick story. I, my fourth grade year, I just confused the hell out of everyone, right? I went to a small private school and I had mentioned previously that there was an Alexander that I did Taekwondo with while we went to the same school. And I want to say there was maybe three or four fourth grade classrooms. Like there wasn't that many. And so we were in the same class that year. And the first day of classes, she got there early. So she got to claim the nickname Alex because that's what I was using at the time. I was like, okay, dang. And there was another kid in my class. He had the same initials, first and last initials with me, A-H, right? And he did not have a middle name. So it was left to me to do a and H, my full name. And the school I went to, we had to sign everything, our full name on every single piece of paper or our initials. And I, with about in a week, I was so fed up with being A and H or writing my whole name yeah. out. And so I was like, fine. I went to the teacher and I was like, can I go by my middle name? Just N H. So I don't have to write, you know, A and H on everything or, you know, my full name and she's like yeah sure so that teacher only ever knew me as nicole and my parents had gone to the teacher conference and she's like yeah nicole's doing all this and nicole's great and yeah then they're like who are you talking about my daughter what are you saying (laughs) (laughs) and so our taekwondo instructor was also taught at that school and that's where we would do taekwondo was right after school in one of the green areas and my fourth grade teacher would come up and she's like oh nicole's looking great she's doing a good job and he would go who are you talking about? (laughs) You know, it's funny. Like, I just completely was not even a version of my first name. I was like, I'm going to just be a different different person. (laughs) So, I mean, it's still me. Like, it's still my name. I still very much identify with Nicole, but it was, it was just, I confused everyone that year. But yeah, it was funny. You were talking about school names and that made me think. Yeah. Confused everyone. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so now that we've covered the nicknames that we've had as children, the ones we prefer, and the ones we hate, why don't we explore what's in a name? So, Christina, what do you think makes up a name? First of all, did you just say Christina? (laughs) (laughs) And every time someone calls you Christina, I'm like, Christine, okay, okay. Christine, why don't you tell us what's in a name? Like, what makes up a name? That's a really good question. So, I mean, everybody's given a name at birth. And I think Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, who they are gets wrapped up in what that name is, whether they like it or not. Mm. So I think for me, I mentioned I I do love my name. I feel like there is no other name I would rather be called. It's something I identify with deeply. So I don't know exactly how to answer your question. (laughs) kind of a strange one but when we were planning out the topics for this month and I was thinking wow really what 
does make a nip a name, right? Because it's a combination of letters, sounds, and a language. But like you said, it, it can be so wrapped up in our identity. And if you think about our last names, that can be wrapped up in family history and mm-hmm. stuff. So right, it just got me thinking. I was like, what, what isn't a name? So to any of our listeners, if you have any thoughts, go ahead and hit pause and send us an email or a comment on the social media post teasing this episode, because we would love to hear your thoughts of what you think makes up a name. Yeah, definitely. To your point around last names too, like my mom, when she married my dad, she changed her name, although her initials mm-hmm. didn't change, which I think is pretty interesting. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Made any, if she had anything monogrammed, it made things very easy. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of monograms, I never quite understood why it's always like first last and then oh, middle. I, know. I mean, I get if you want your last name to be like the big one, but also I'm like, it just feels, feels weird. weird. To me. Yeah. My initials are C E B. So having C and E, like book and a B doesn't make sense. I feel like I like saying it C E B. So, oh yeah, back to your point about your mom and her changing her name. So traditionally in America and many Western countries, it seems to be that the woman, the female changes her name if she gets married. And I know in some other places in the world, that's not necessarily the case or passing that name on to children. It's the, the woman's first. But do you think that should change? Like when a woman gets married, should it always be her changing her name to her partners? Or if she gets divorced, does she have, does she have to be the one to go back to her maiden name? And um, yeah, you know, what, what do you think about that? Um, I think it comes down to preference, right? Like, I don't know when we had had conversations about this initially, I don't know if I could ever be anything but Christine Borowski, which is my last name. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would ever do it. I mean, it comes down to, I think, your preference. And I don't think it necessarily always has to be the female to do it. And I've heard of stories where the, 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 the man will change his name. I think if you don't like your last name, it's a good reason to change it. I've seen mm-hmm. people create entirely new names as their last name and they both mm-hmm. change their last name or they do a, they hyphenate it and they both go by both the last names. So That's I think cool. first and foremost, it comes down to what you want, how you want to be referred mm-hmm. to. And then from there, deciding with your partner, like, how do we want to refer to ourselves? And I think it's kind of cool, actually, like creating an entirely new name out of your your yeah. relationship and your union because it's like it's it's almost like two people going forward together it's almost i don't know in some ways it's like <laughs> leaving the baggage at the door and we're like choosing how we yeah. go forward i think that's kind of cool like you said yeah so maybe like if i did change my last name i would want us to maybe both change it and come up with something all our own but yeah i don't know that's pretty we'll cool see. <laughs> i know earlier we had talked about how name shape identities, right? And so what do you think about, is it the individual who shapes our names or is it the names that carry a personality type with them and that person kind of who has that name sort of morphs into that? So if you think of like all the stereotypes around Karens or Chads, or, you know, if you have an association with the name Brittany and the Brittany's you've known in your life are all a certain way, what do you, what is your thought on that? Like, do you give a name and somebody becomes that or well I think kind of yeah I I mean I don't 
I've never had a name that's become a stereotype, I don't think. I don't think Christine's a stereotype. <laughs> you guys tell me. I think we could check Urban Dictionary, but nothing that I've heard. I think, yeah, to a certain extent, people do can morph into a stereotype of, of a certain name. But I've also met some lovely Karens before. I had a hairstylist who used to cut my hair. Her name's Karen. She's great. I really think she's lovely. <laughs> Definitely doesn't in my interactions with her, fit the stereotype of what uh, Karen is today. But I think, you know, when it comes to name stereotypes, it's like the most extreme of a person's personality. So like when you think of a Karen, Mm -hmm. it's someone who's super rude or impatient or... Always asking for the manager. Yes, exactly. But, you know, that's only a snippet of what we're seeing of that person. Mm -hmm. So, and then from there, it's become memes and taken Mm -hmm. on a life of its own but I don't know I feel like yeah I think people can morph into the stereotypes around names what about you what do you think I would agree and I know it's not a human-based example but I'm thinking of I had a cat and when we got her she was we found her in a shelter and we got her when she was four months old and the shelter named her Jasmine and I was like "Ah, she's not a Jasmine and for some reason at the time I think I was watching Nikita right Mm -hmm. the show and I was like oh we're gonna Let's name her Nikita and we'll just call her Nikki. And by gosh, did that cat live up to the name Nikita? <laughs> like she was stealthy. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a pain in the ass. But she very much thought she was a queen and she kind of like hide and attack your ankles mm-hmm. kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, she really was like lived up to the name. So I'm, I was thinking about people and then I was like, okay, yeah. But like you said, Not every Karen or not every Chad that you meet lives up to the memes, the stereotypes, the the things that we colloquially refer to as Karens or Chads. But I always wonder if you have to work twice as hard to be taken half as seriously when you've got a name that's become so so widely known as like a Karen or a Kevin. I would wonder, like, do those stereotypes come up for people when they first get introduced to a Karen or a Chad? I would say, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I've met that sort of situation yet. Well, I don't know. And it's like when I was thinking about the nickname Lexi, right? My ex was like, oh, sexy Lexi. And to me, whether or not Lexis are like this, I just have this image of this kind of like vapid, not a whole lot of brain between the ears kind of thing image going on. And so it's like, that's definitely not something, if I have that association with that name, that's probably not something I want to be telling people, yes, think of me like this. But yeah, you said it's not representative of everyone and it is the extreme of a personality, but it is it is kind of interesting sometimes. Yeah. And then if you see like a generation, like you said, your name wasn't very common. Well, where I was born, there weren't a lot of Alexanders. But when I moved to Southern California, there were a lot of Alexanders and Alexandras and Alexas. Mm. So it's kind of interesting generationally. You'll see yeah. a certain period where there's a lot of Jennifers or a lot of Debras. Um yeah. And I think that's always so interesting to look at. If you see a lot of people with the same name born around the same time, you're like, you you are all very similar or you're all very different. And it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it definitely shows how our parents' generation was influenced at the time when they were starting to have children. And like, you know, every Mm -hmm. year there's that list of popular baby names. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting to see how pop culture influences what the those popular names are of the time, whether it's from movies or, mm-hmm. or TVs, shows, and music and stuff. Okay, so now that we've covered what we think is in a name and gone over name stereotypes and 
all our thoughts on that. Why don't we hear from Alexandra a little bit about her journey because she has just recently changed her last name and is going to Mm -hmm. share with us a little bit about why she decided to do that. So Alexandra, why don't you share with us? Okay. Yeah. So I have to recently change my last name and it's been a process. So when I was preparing for the episode, I kept trying to write down notes of how I would tell the story. I would write it and I'll delete it and I would start somewhere else. And then I'm like, that's not right. So finally I started on when, why, and then how I made the decision and started the process. All right, cool. So when did you first start thinking about changing your last name? So it was about 12-ish years ago now, I would want to say, but I became more serious about wanting to change my name about eight years ago and in college, but it wasn't until recently that I made the decision to actually do it. So I started thinking about it way back in high school and, you know, now here in my late 20s, I've <laughs> finally done it. So it's it's definitely not something on a whim. I was like, oh, let me just do this. It's, it's yeah, been you've, you've well really thought, thought out and through. Okay. So what made you want to change your name and why did you wait so long? So I originally didn't love how my last name sounded and I didn't feel like it was me when I went with my first and middle names. And we've talked a lot about today how our name can be our identity, right? Mm-hmm. Very much it is. <laughs> and I remember a story when I was in kindergarten and where we were living at the time. I think I the washing and dryer machine were outside in the garage. So I'd gone out to my mom and I'd asked him, I was like, I was like, do you know that there are nine letters in each of my name? That's like 18 letters. That's so many compared to, and I remember like holding up my hands and like, that's nine <laughs> letters. Oh. But I just remember thinking it was so long. And I'm like, of course, it's not the longest name out there. But for there were so many like, I feel like Nicole Smith's or something like that in my class with very short names. So I was like, it's always so long. <laughs> and so that was one of the funny things I remember about not really liking my last mm-hmm. name. Part of it was length, which kind of seems silly, right? You're like, oh, that's not really an identifying, but it was just something funny from my childhood. Yeah. But as I grew up, there was a lot about my dad's childhood that I don't know about and still don't. But from the bit I've gleaned and the stories that I have heard, he, he essentially hated the man who gave him the name. And to say I was impressed and disappointed was a massive understatement, right? Because your family name is the traditions and history that you carry forward with you. And for most of my life, I had heard very different stories from my mom's side of the family and my mom's dad and stuff. And not to say that, you know, my mom's father was perfect by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. but there was a lot more to live up to and a lot of pride within that name versus inheriting a name that even my father didn't like. So I'm definitely not blind to the dysfunctions in any family (laughs) or a name, but it was when I really started to seriously consider changing my name of wanting to carry on my mom's father's name. And so fast forward to about two years ago, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I might've, my father passed away and it was a bit after that, after some of the initial grieving process had ended, that I really did get more serious about changing the name because I had been a bit more serious about it prior, but I was always nervous to tell my dad that I wanted to change his, my last name. 
I was a little concerned that he would think it was about him and it really wasn't. It was more about carrying on my mother's maiden name because I would be the last biological grandchild to carry it on. And to that, I started looking into the process of changing your name, uh, legally changing your name and what all that entails to the point where I was getting a little confused and I was like, I could seriously mess this up and mess up a lot of, make a lot of trouble for myself in the future. So I ended up reaching out to an attorney who did help with that. And because, yeah, you can do it yourself. And I think looking back, I could have done it, but I was glad to have somebody who knew what they were doing, could help with the legal process. And I may have mentioned my sister is an attorney. And so she did help me find somebody locally who would be able to help that. So yeah, I started the process, I think back in September, right around when we got serious into planning the podcast. So it's been a, it's been a bit. (laughs) So why don't you share with us, what is that process like to legally change your name? Well, that's a really good question. And I can kind of give you a vague answer because from my research, it depends on the state you're in, right? So for North Carolina, you can only legally change your name once, not pursuant to a marriage or divorce. So if you get married and you change your name and you get divorced, you can go back to your maiden name. And if you get married again, you can change your name again. But outside of that, you can only legally change your name once in the state. So I guess if you wanted to do it multiple times, you would have to move to a different state, live there for a while, and then start the process oh over. But having gone through it, I don't think I'd you know, didn't necessarily want to go and change my name again in a different state. So the work of the attorney I worked with did it for a flat fee. And part of the process is you have to submit an application to the court of a request for a name change. And with that, I also had to get fingerprinted to do different background checks through the FBI and the State Bureau of Investigation. And I had to get Two people I knew who were not blood related that I'd known more for 12, more than 12 months and who lived in the same county as I do signed affidavits of like content of good character and how long they had known me. So it was a process. And I will say that the FBI one did take the longest to get back, mostly because I did not know that there was an option to do it online. I sent it in, which just took longer. But, you know, it was it was a process, right? Because I had to go get fingerprinted, which they charge you for and then you have to send in the applications which they charge you for and then you have to get the affidavits which notaries can charge you for and so by the time like I went and submitted all the paperwork and brought it to the attorney I was like finally (laughs) this part is almost done and one of the other things is we had to and this is something that the attorney did because they run to the courthouse more frequently was you have to put your name up and saying that this person's going to change your name her name and for 10 business days in the court and just an area where people, if they had a claim they wanted to file, they could before you change your name. And for, I remember for the application out of state, why I was changing my name, what I was changing it from, what it was to, and to, did I have any children I didn't know about? Was I trying to escape child support? Is there any debts that, you know, I need to be aware of? I was like, so it's definitely, <laughs> you want to have your ducks in a row and do it. But all in all, it was a lot of paperwork on the front end. So yeah, if you're serious, like it's not a big deal. It just takes time. But if you're not serious, then I think some of this process is designed, I think, to make you go, ah, maybe I won't do it. So I did finally get it submitted to the court right before the the holidays this winter. So that was nice. 
Yeah, that's it's like oh, that's done. right. That is when it finally all came together for you. And then, okay, so now what happens when you change your name? Is is that it, or are there more steps to still do? So yeah, it took a little bit, not too long, to get the the name change. I think it's called certificate of name change. I have it here with me. So it's like, oh my gosh, I've I've made it to the finish line, and then you're like, oh no, you haven't. <laughs> because then it begins the process of changing your name on everything. Right. So I remember the email that I got from the paralegal at the attorney's office is like, you know, congratulations, Miss Montross. And I was like, ah, so she's like, yeah, you can legally start using your new name, but you have to start changing everything over. Mm -hmm. So, and it seems to be a bit of a, a domino effect, right? Like you can change one, then you can change another. So the first thing that I had to do was I had to go to social security administration and have my social security chart changed over, which I think I waited about an hour, which is not terrible, but it was like, you have to have an application filled out for updating your information. You have to bring the court order. You have to bring your, you know, current stuff, your driver's license to identify who you Mm -hmm. are. So then you can do that. And I think I got the receipt and she was like, okay, well now you just have to wait 24 hours and then you can go to the DMV to have your driver's license changed. I was like, okay. So I went to the DMV and of course you're waiting more there. You have to, sometimes you can set an appointment. Sometimes it's just easier to walk in. And so then I'm going. And of course they're like, if here in North Carolina, at least where I am, if you go in, they just automatically take a new picture. And I was like, oh, was not prepared for a new picture. Okay. <laughs> Does not look the greatest. They never and look so good. then, I, I mean, yeah, but it was like really bad. There's like this one hair like oh, sticking up around. I was like, oh. Yeah. You remember the commercial, I think, back when probably we were learning to drive, that was like all the really bad teenage, like, driver's license mm-hmm. photo of, like, bedhead, braces. Oh, yeah. I do remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the vibe of the photo. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So then I got my driver's license. And so now, now that that's done, I can take my new social security card to my employer and start having my name changed for employment records with like, and insurance. And then I do need to get a new official birth certificate so that I can go get a new passport because I know that Christine and I have plans in the future to go traveling outside the country. So need to get those ducks yes. in a row. But yes, I am now, as you can see on our website, I'm officially Alexandra Montross, which I'm so excited to carry on um, my grandfather's name. But yes, it is definitely not like, oh, here you go. Here's your new name. So I'm in that weird spot of still using my my old last right. name on like credit cards and stuff until I can get my bank changed over. Cause yes, that's also <laughs> another thing you have to change and, you know, insurance and stuff. So it's like, I still feel like I'm straddling the line of like, right. Henderson, Montrose, Henderson, Montrose. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like, as I said earlier, Montrose is all that much shorter than Henderson, but I definitely think it's kind of cool that my initials now are AM, like, and I am, I tend to be more of a morning That's person. That's <laughs> true. That is, that is funny. So, so um, I mean, taking it back to that first question you had asked me about changing last names when married, would you change your name or are you going to just <laughs> stick with Montrose now forever? <laughs> so... That was so funny that you say that because like that is the first question I get when people like you say, oh yeah, my name last name's changed. Well, I'm sorry, that's not the first question. They go, did you get married? I'm like, no. At the the time of this recording, I am woefully single. But you know, then it's always followed. Well, are you gonna change it when you get married? And my response to that is, it really depends, and they better have a 
amazing last name for me to change it again to go through this process. <laughs> Although from what I can understand, it is much simpler to change paperwork wise in the front end to change your name when you get married. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Then you still have to do the process of if you want to change your social security number and your obviously your driver's license, you have to do that part and change your bank stuff. But the Do you um, know if like when when you get married, do you have to like go back and change your birth certificate and social security or is it just like any future documents, your license, your passport, um, your insurance with your employer and stuff? Check with your local state. I don't think you have to change your official birth certificate or your birth certificate. But if you're going to use the name on bank accounts mm-hmm. and stuff or employer, I think you do have to change your social security ah. because that's always tied to your employer information. But again, I think when you get married, there's a little bit more information of like when you go file at the court, like, hey, you were getting married mm-hmm. or this is an awful idea. Maybe my person could change his name yeah. to my last name. And actually, fun fact, that's the only reason we have Montross in the family is I think I'd have to ask my mother for specific details. But I think back in like the 1800s, a man married into the family and ended up taking his wife's name, which was Montross. And that's how it passed down, which I was like, that's pretty forward thinking yeah. of a family. In Ooh. the 1800s? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dang. So yeah, my question is that it's it depends. Got it. <laughs> it better be an amazing last name <laughs> for me to go through all this paper. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you'll, maybe you'll create one all your own. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> I think my face just went, no. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I'd be allowed to do that in this state. No, because oh. I think I've used my one name change. Well, I guess you got to move. Not pursuant to marriage. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got to move. So, yeah. But for right now, I'm going to keep Montross. It's definitely the name I want to be known by in business mm-hmm. and, you know, podcast going forward. So I think that's where I've landed today. Yeah, well, speak- <laughs> speaking of that, I've had I've met people who, for business purposes keep their name Mm -hmm. and I don't know if they go through the whole process of changing their name to their spouse's last name or or what but I have encountered people who professionally go by their their maiden name I think that's a lot more common nowadays I know my sister and her friends who are both attorneys have talked about that they'll probably not change their name and they'll professionally always go by the name that they've started their career with which makes sense because you can build quite a reputation with your name and I've talked about it with my mom and I don't think that my dad would have been opposed to my name change. I think he might've been a little hurt at first, but I think he would have understood. And, you know, my mom's like, I don't think your dad would have been opposed to changing his name to Hmm. his last name to my mother's, but it was the time and in the South where I was born, which was not very common. So, you know, I'm so glad to know that times are changing and that people are definitely more open to. Yeah acknowledging you by the names that you choose Mm -hmm. for sure definitely and so my last question is now that you've done this how do you feel that you finally changed your name well I feel really good (laughs) I'm like yay yeah the finish line of almost changing everything is 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 very close I'm almost there and it finally feels like my name Mm. you know I I think I said I, I didn't like my last name and it didn't ever really feel like me and now I feel like Ah, this is my name. That's so. I feel very not settled in a bad way. I feel very settled Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. Yeah. So I also feel like it's the start of 2024. All when all this is happening. So it feels like a really good year for change. That's great. Oh, 
I'm very happy for you. I'm, I know that this has been oh, a long road for you and that I'm glad that it's finally, the day's finally here. I've changed your name in yeah. my phone and I, I'll get there. It might take me a while to get used to it, but I am happy for you. Thank you. And Christine can attest to the fact of how long I've wanted to change my name because I think we've talked about it yeah. back when we first met. Mm -hmm. So it's very cool. And if anyone has a similar story or, you know, a name they would like to change, I hope they feel free to share and yeah. or that, you know, my experience with it and talking about it just go, oh, okay, it feels a little bit more approachable because I remember when I first started looking into it, my mom was helping me research. I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what a process. <laughs> And I, I think part of it is like they don't want people to be running away from fiscal responsibilities, which I get right. at the same time. It's like, yikes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So before we close, is there anything else you want to share, Alexandra? Or No. I mean, just that I can jump up and down with joy that, you know, my name has changed. I'm so excited about it. And it's still a bit surreal, I think, at the moment, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm so happy. Oh, good. Well, great. Yay. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed hearing our stories and maybe it encouraged you to think about the nicknames you had as a kid and how you identify with your name today. Share with us in the comments any memorable moments that stick out to you. We would love to hear them. And next week kicks off a two-part episode around body image and health, where we welcome our first guest to the podcast. We really enjoyed digging deep with this conversation and are looking forward to hearing your thoughts next week. Chat soon. Enjoying the conversations we're having and the topics we're discussing? Consider supporting us through our Buy Us a Coffee page. We greatly appreciate any help in creating this podcast we love so much. Link in our show notes and link tree. Before we end, don't forget to like, subscribe, or follow us on your preferred listening platform, and we'll catch you next time.